On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 84 for February 11th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans. Top of the hour to you, Tony B, coming to you from New Jersey. I just turned turned my air conditioning on, which is ridiculous for the beginning of February, but it's hot. I'll say. It's not hot, but it's hot in my apartment. Like... What's going on over there, Steve? That it's so hot. I don't, it could be global warming, or it could be just that I live in the south. I could don't be. know. Uh, but uh, how you doing? It's like forty here. It's good. I'm not turning my AC on right just yet. <laughs> just open, crack the window. Yeah, it's all good. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. What's going on? How you doing? Yeah, man. Nothing. Just blasting into the week, man. Having a great time. How about you? Um. Puttering into the week, having a, a, an okay time. <laughs> having a significantly insignificant time, is that what you said? Uh, no, having an okay time. Uh, actually, uh, you know, it's good. I, I really enjoy the beginning of my week because I'm off. And as much as I like to play, um, having the nights off is really nice. I really look forward to Monday every week because it's, it's so busy now, man, in New Orleans. And it's it takes a lot out of you. So it's like, uh, I just need a break. Yeah, now, dude, imagine traveling the world, right, for years, decades doing it. Um, okay, I just imagined it, and uh, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I, l- I love being on the road, but... Um, but, but same thing, that, that you look forward to the time off, you know? Sure, exactly. You enjoy, well, not that you look forward to it. You know, you're enjoying <clears throat> the, you know, the... Uh, the whole journey of, of of playing and the traveling and, and you're in the you know you're in the moment right you're in that 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 mindset and you're in that that world. Journey? Did you say journey? Can you play? Yes. Can you play? Don't? Can you play small town girl? But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, so then you do have downtime. You do appreciate the the quietness, you know. I do. Although I went out to lunch today with a bunch of my musician friends because uh, our our friend Eric is leaving. Um, and I think I talked about this already because there was the whole thing that they were going to be taking my singer, but then they didn't. And then it went back to they were going to take him again, and then it went back to they're not. So. Um, oh, I didn't hear about the second twist. Yeah. I don't really know how it came about or why it came about, but it did come about. But uh, those guys are all friends of mine, so we all got together for lunch to give them a farewell. Um, and did you talk shop with any of those guys about like their feelings about the whole sitch? Oh, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Chunk said he's here. It says you're live, but he doesn't hear anything. 
That's odd because I see. I see uh, two. the, meet, two. the Jack, meters. Chuck. The meters working, and th there's a delay, so maybe he'll come in and say that he does hear something. Hopefully, eventually. There's a human delay for cursing and obscenities. Yeah, yeah. Censorship, you know, it's very important. Yeah. So hopefully he'll run a clean podcast, <clears throat> folks. There's no, uh, there's no reason he shouldn't be hearing us. Because I mean, we, those those days. Unless he's of, just not listening. Those days of us re doing this and it didn't record are, are long gone history. <laughs> those are long. Those are like at least seventeen, eighteen episodes back behind us. Yeah, he said he's here, but he's not. Maybe uh, Chunk, did you turn your volume on? <laughs> of course, if he didn't, he's not going to hear me say that. Right? That's, Can you sign him something? That's why that made me. Uh, no, I can't. I could send him a letter. But About that, Morse code. Yeah. I could text him. We talked about Telegraph last time, remember? Yeah, I could text him, but he he might text me and say, "Hey, man," or he might message me, say, "Man, you're you're lucky, ah. but I don't hear you." Uh, but if he does hear us, he'll say something. But let's just proceed as if people can hear us. Um, yes, yes. Time. Talking shop. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because I, for me, I keep everything out in the open. I'm honest with everybody. It's just easier that way. Um, you know, it's, uh, and I, in fact, was trying to help them get a singer through Cover Band Central. I went and put, uh, put a couple posts up and, and I had done a spotlight article on them a couple of years ago. So I reposted that and I, you know, put in there that they're looking for a singer. Um, but, uh, I don't think that, I think he did get some interest. We talked about it last week, didn't we? I, I said it on the, the podcast last week about uh, you know that they need somebody yes um, let me see let me see if I can respond to Chunk here how about now let's see I can type in text in this is it that he can't hear anything like it, it's not coming through broadcast wise or maybe know. it's just on his end he said it says you're live but don't hear anything um, I don't know I don't know now he just said hold. <laughs> okay. Please hold. Hold. All right. So hold. <laughs> hold. You hold on. I'll hold oh, on. Oh, he's getting the ad right now, so it's a little backed up. It's it's a little delayed for him for some reason. Okay. Uh, All right. So we'll being wait. in Nova Scotia, you'll have that. Yeah, he's in close to Michigan. But yes, um, <laughs> closer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, we openly discussed all of it uh, today, even during lunch. And uh, um, you know, I, I saw those guys over the weekend. Sunday was his last show, so at, when we were done at Crazy Corn, I went down there and, and uh, hung out and got up and jammed a song. And then when they were done, we went to another bar and hung out for a while, and it was it was fun, good time, good uh, good friends of mine, all those people, and and uh, I enjoy hanging out. Uh, when we're not working, it, it is kind of cool. It's not something, not something I did a lot in Jersey. I don't, I don't think really with people. Uh, some people once in a while, you know. Well, interesting camaraderie, like you said, for New Orleans, because especially since on Bourbon Street, right, everything is just down, you know, down the street, right. So, like you said, if you're done, you just, you know, get your gear, whatever you pack up, and go and go down the block. Yep. To the next stop, 
or yep. your other buddies. You know what I mean? Hang there and talk with that guy. And then, like I said, when you're done, now you got a bunch of people that have converged and now moved to someplace else. That that's that's cool. But I think it's also because of the density of musicians, the proximity of the clubs. You know, there's a lot of factors that all align to create that environment. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I walk up and down Bourbon Street and see lots of people that I know all the time. Whether it's other musicians, bartenders, door guys, just people that I've known throughout the years. Um, and I can't walk up Bourbon Street and not see people I know. Uh, right. Which is kind of cool, man. It's kind of a cool cool thing to to have in my life experience. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, so there, so uh, we're keeping our singer, which I, I'm very excited about. I'm very happy. I really like him. And I've already mentioned that here and uh we're gonna plow forward we're gonna learn some new songs we picked up a new song this week two new songs this week and we're gonna do two new songs this coming week and hopefully continue that trend as we continue uh as we move on picking up one or two new songs a week i really like doing that it keeps you on your toes it makes everything else fresh and um you know just really adds to the the library of songs to choose from oh no doubt i mean there's nothing better than having you know new material to keep it fresh you know to mix in with the other stuff to sprinkle around you know yeah we did this week we did hearts all i want to do is make love to you are you familiar with that song yeah it's a good tune see i don't like it i don't like that song it's you know it's catchy, I guess. I, I don't even know if they wrote it. It might be one of those uh, Carol Bayer songs, but um, or Desmond Child or something. Sure. I th- I just think it's a dumb song. It's like, you know, the the context of the lyrics is this girl's driving around. She sees this guy walking on the street, picks him up, takes him to a hotel, bangs him all night. And then gets rid of him and then runs into him a couple of years later with his baby and says, hey, you know, this is your baby. All, all I really wanted was your your your, your sp- sperm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the story that 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 the, those lyrics tell. And it says it right in the title. In the context of big radio hit, people probably dig it. Chicks definitely dig it. Yeah. It's one of those tunes, you know, and that's what I'm saying. When you learn new tunes, I mean, it's also in the context of. I always like to keep the perspective of. Let's say you're going to learn ten songs, like, then there should be a couple of, gimmies. You know what I mean? Of songs that you want to do, that you all agree that you'll do. That wouldn't be something in the norm, you know, or everyone in the in the band pick a song that they want to do. Yeah, that would be a cool thing to do, kind of a round robin thing. All right, it's your week. What do you want to do? Um, that would be well, no, not pick a set list, but pick a song. No, no, that's you what know, I mean. It's round, like round robin, round robin. It like th- this week, it's my pick. I I get to pick a song to learn, and I say, you know, and then the next week, the keyboard player yes. does or whatever. That'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Um, In addition to the collective list, correct? Yes. But uh, but that song is so mid tempo, you know. It's not it's not really an upbeat song. It's not really a ballad. It's just kind of mid tempo. Yeah, it, it, right. It's mid tempo. And I I felt like yeah, this song is never gonna work, man. This is it's just too kind of a sleepy song, and and it's. And did you play it yet? Yes, we played it. 
and that had to go Thursday, Friday, the- Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. No, it went over well, and surprisingly to me, it went over well. So, yeah, and it's e- you know it's easy it's enough hit. song for me to play. I mean, it's not. It's a hit, like you said, playing the hits, dude. Yeah. Playing the hits. And you know the other thing, dude, that's surprising me is with these because the 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 crowds now right now are mostly young college age kids um we did have some older folks more more of this past weekend than the prior weekend um so i think that song resonated with them a little bit more but there's still kids out there that are like yeah okay and they're just smiling and dancing not necessarily singing along but even some of the older tunes are still working really with that generation which is it's crazy to me but it just goes to show that a song a good song is a good song and it's timeless yeah, and melodies and people having a good time and identifying with it, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's great songs that have that characteristic. And one of the things that happened this weekend, which I've I've never seen happen in my many years of playing, we got paid a cash tip, twenty dollars, to play Tom Sawyer, and the the person who gave us a tip was a girl. Um. Yeah, so. Usually, the the cliche is nice. that most girls don't really like Rush, um, and I've never had anybody um, tip us, uh, any girl tip us to play Rush, let alone even ask, you know, request this, uh, it. So, and she was young; she uh, she was a black girl too, which you know, I guess doesn't really matter, but it did still surprise me, like. Uh, and then she stood in front of the stage when we played it, and she's singing along every word. Like I'm watching her mouth, and she knows the words. And then yeah, like, she loves it. She wanted <clears throat> it. And then, and Sonny stuck the mic in her face at one point, and she sang it, and she sang it in tune and and everything. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. That so, is cool. So I posed that question uh, on CBC yesterday about Rush. About if I'm wondering. Because I, I saw girls in the crowd, like, digging it. And I'm thinking, like, man, yeah. I'm thinking that's that's really not normal. That's, that's as far as I, my experience, I haven't seen a lot of girls that are into Russia. And I, I know there are some. I don't want to exclude women entirely. But, but it's predominantly a male fan base for, for Rush. Um, and I'm wondering if it's just more in the public consciousness because Neil died. Um, and if more girls are like, I'm sure they've heard Tom Sawyer many times before, but never really were like into it. But now maybe they are because of that. It, like, uh, so I posed that question to people to see if it was happening to anybody else. And <clears throat> I didn't get really. I will say I've seen Rush tons of times, and uh, there was quite a few girls at at the Rush concerts I went to. Yeah, and I knew right. I knew girls that that were into Rush. Hmm. Okay. I guess if you get it to deeper cuts, maybe they don't. They don't. Uh, doesn't resonate with them. I don't know. I think the more popular songs like Tom Sawyer, The Limelight, you know, more mainstream tunes that they had success with, that were more prominent, you know, might be more identifiable to anybody. You right. Know? Right. Maybe she, I don't know. If she's that girl is a Rush fanatic. Maybe she is. Yeah. Rush. She just likes that song. So it just goes to show you don't stereotype people for what they you think they'll like you never know um you never know and then the other song that we added this week was um 
Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake, which was a very big hit a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and I already knew it. I've already played it with, with Tracy down at the Swamp for years, and uh, so I didn't have to learn that. So the only song I had to learn this week was Heart. But this coming week, another Heart song, we're doing Magic Man. By Heart. Another big hit. Yeah. And the other song that I was asked to learn, I don't know if everybody's going to, but uh, Wishing Well by Terrence Trent Darby, which was a kind of one-hit wonder thing. But great song. Um, and that's uh, the drummer's going to be singing that. So, cool. Yeah, I have to. I haven't even listened to it yet, but I will have it down for Thursday. And uh, Thursday. Yes, new songs abound. Um. So. So you're yeah. off Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Yeah. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday play. That's it. And Friday has been the big winner the last few weeks. Friday's been the busiest night. Really? Yeah. Yeah, usually it's Saturday, but Friday has been the winner the last couple weeks. Um, and it's in full swing Mardi Gras now? Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. It, it's a pain in the ass only because of the, the driving, parking situation. Um, oh, yeah, the congestion is probably out of control. Yeah, because they have the parade, so they have to shut down streets, and then they have to shut down cross streets so people don't go that way, and then it just bottles up all the traffic, and and, uh, and then you get a lot more pedestrian traffic, too, of people like walking to the parade or walking from the parade, and it's just a big clusterfuck <laughs> to drive in. So, uh, Terrible. Yeah, but it is worth it once you get there. It's um, I, I just you know prefer it being real busy. And we're, like, all, you know, everybody in the band's, you know, digging it, and everybody's excited. But I think people, and, and it's weird that people that have been here for a long time forget that it's not like this all year. You know, we're thinking, like, oh, this is great, we're doing killer. Well, yeah, but it's always like this 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 year, this year time of year. It's always like this, no matter who's playing. There's always big crowds. Um, right. and, and then come June, July, it's it's not like that. So... So we're trying to really kind of, at least I am in my mind, trying to prepare for that, you know, because right now it's kind of smooth sailing. We we can really kind of do anything we want. And I think that the fact that we're adding songs is really going to benefit us for that, for the downtime, for the slow months. Um, but there's other things that we, we have in place now with the filming of stuff and going to start doing Facebook Live streams once I get it set up. To optimized I have to I haven't used this new camera yet that I was talking about last week um, because I got I got a new phone and I uh, you run it with your app on your phone but I haven't activated my new phone new phone yet uh, what which, kind of phone did you get <clears throat> uh, Samsung Galaxy S10 E do you like it I don't know yet I haven't used it yet I haven't activated my new phone yet it's been sitting uh. sitting in a box for a week um, and because the camera thing isn't working on my my current phone, so to get this to do to run this camera uh, with this app, I needed to have a new phone. So I'm going to do it tonight. I think get it activated and then install the app and uh, and test the camera. The camera, the picture is great. It's just about the audio, getting the audio better. So I'll see what my options are there. And uh, but once once that's set up. We're going to start live streaming every show. 
which is something nobody on Bourbon Street does. The only you're doing it, dude. People listening are gonna steal it. That's John right. Kipper way back in. Can That's anyone okay. even hear what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, he said there you are, but he's probably way behind in this, so he's not gonna be able to respond in real time. So uh, that's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, nobody. I don't care if anybody steals it. That's fine. I think it's. But I want to be the the one to first do it, and because there's like a, they have like live camera stream, like twenty four hour live on Bourbon Street that you can find on the internet, and you can just watch people walking around. And there's a couple different spots where it is on Bourbon Street, but there's nothing like that in the clubs, you know, where you can actually watch the entertainment. So I'm doing it. And uh, I, having this audience of CBC of 152,000 people. Oh, okay. Okay, Chunk City's live now, yeah. Yes, you're live, dude. So the camera discussion. Um, <laughs> He's in on the current he said, camera. He said, just at the camera discussion. Am I live? <laughs> yeah, yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, I'm really excited for the possibilities that with, you know, with the audience of CBC that I have at my disposal where I can, uh, you know, reach a ton of people. And then we're going to set up uh, so we get tips online. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then we'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be rocking it. Dude, as Dom would say, Steve, that is huge. Who would say that? Dom. Who's Dom? Dom Pemulero. Who? Trump <laughs> extraordinaire, Dom. I the Tiger, Dom. Oh, that's Dom. Sorry. He would say, Steve, you better get doing this idea because that is huge. It is huge. Um, as long as it works. I'll make it work. Whatever. I will make it happen. Uh, but there's a it lot of things. It will be what you say it will be. Yes, that's true. Um, there's a few things I have to get straight first before that. But uh, but yeah, excited about like that. Like getting so. the act to work on the phone. No. So you can actually get the camera issue. Well, yeah. But uh, that would be step one. Well, yeah, getting the app on the phone. That just making sure the sound issue is is okay. Like it's got to sound good. If I can't, I'm not going to broadcast live. It doesn't sound good. Um, and <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks great though, man. Look at that. Yeah. Um, oh, my college girls jump around on the stage. Yeah, that's what I want to see because I think that's what will people keep people engaged when they see the be, these big crowds. <laughs> By the time you get this thing going, Mardi Gras is going to be over, dude. You got to get on it. Nah. I'm, I'm on it this week, man. I'm going to do Prime it. Time footage is now. I'm doing it this week. I'll re I'll report my findings next week. But Didn't you read your yeah. thought for the day today? I did, and I don't remember what it was, but it was good. They've been very spot on lately. Uh, Excellent. Please. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, though. But I know what I was like, hmm, that's a good one. Interesting. Uh, Chong said he did a, a Facebook Live with that camera last year, and he asked me if I remember, and I kind of remember. Um, he said it got a good amount of views, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope. And I think people will be engaged when they see, you know, the, the crowds of people, The you know, especially guys want to watch all these girls dancing around. I would well, love to know. The consistency, too, Steve, of having it, you know, every like every week. Right. I mean, not only, yeah, we could do it every Friday and Saturday. 
We could do it every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday if we want. Yeah. If you just did it one day a week, I'm saying, with a weekly event, you know. Sure. Something for people to look forward to. And that's probably the best way to, well, I don't know. We'll see. Because different people, you know, people might watch, be able to watch on a Friday, but not on a Saturday or whatever. So maybe just do them all. Uh, and the other thing I want to explore, if this is an option, and maybe Chunk can weigh in on this, if it's uh, if there's a way to do a multi-camera thing at the same time. So, in other words, if I had two or three of those, set them up in different places, and then switch between cameras on the app. So, if I could do that, dude, then we're talking production value. That would be fantastic. And uh, I, the other thing is I want to make sure we all sound really good, you know. So I've been watching some of the video that I've already taken to see where the little the, the little uh, screw-ups are and, and you know, things that we can sure up. So uh, because people are hypercritical online. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they all are, dude. You know, it's, it's a shame. It really is. I, I, yeah. I shared this thing. Yesterday, I want to read it to you. If I can find it real quick. I made this like meme, and it's just a text meme, basically. Um, let's see if I can find it. It's got to be here. Okay. I Where said, is it, I, just very simple. I said, if you want to get consistent work, don't just focus on the music that you like. Play songs that the audience wants to hear. Pretty simple, right? I got a lot of flack for, for that, man. Um, I'm sure you did. And, I mean, it's, again, people don't hold back. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, what? And and people sort of extrapolate some information from it that isn't actually in there. And I want to read if I can find this guy. Yeah, here. This was his comment after that. Now, again, I'm going to read what I said. If you want to get consistent work, don't just focus on the music that you like or you like. I didn't emphasize either of those words. I let the reader emphasize which word they wanted to. But you like. If you want to get consistent word, work, don't just focus on the, on the music that you like. Play songs that the audience wants to hear. Pretty common sense type of thing, right? Like you're not playing for you. In other words, don't go up there and just play songs for you. Play songs for the people that are listening to you. That's your just. And I said, don't just focus on the music that you like. You can focus on the music that you like for sure. But don't just do that. Focus on what people want to hear. So this was this guy's comment. Why would I dilute the market with just another top cup? top 40 cover band when I could establish my band as something the scene doesn't have enough of. And I said... No, no doubt. Right. <laughs> no doubt. No, I just said, how did you glean that from this this meme? That was my... No, I mean, like, no doubt he can certainly do that. Like, there's nothing... You know, we're not saying not to do that. Well, you're saying, why would I dilute... He said, why would I dilute the market with just another top 40 cover band? I didn't say you should be a top 40 cover right. band. There's no, that, there's that, nothing in that meme that says that you, that you should be a top 40 cover band. It says play the songs that people want to hear, and that could be anything. And, and, he, and then he responded with this condescending, 
Steve Wichel, it's not as difficult as you make it seem. And I'm like, I wasn't implying it was difficult. I wanted you to clarify what you meant. And I said, the reason being is that this meme is play, saying you should play songs that, for the people that are listening to you, that what they'll like, regardless of whether or not you like it. You know, that doesn't mean playing top 40. That means playing the right songs for the crowd that is present. In some cases, that'll be deep. You're stupid, Steve Wichel. I mean, and then, yeah, and then I, you know, I explained it well, and he said, it's not a meme, it's just text. I'm like, I said, it is a meme, and that's your response? <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't address anything that I said? And me, me and him went back and forth for like an hour, and when he finally was like, I said, like, why did you glean that? And he said, well, because mathematically that's what the crowd wants the most. And I wanted to just get out of the argument. So I was like, all right, fair enough. And I said, so what do you do instead? What has worked for you? His answer, rock covers, nothing beyond the 80s. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, it just seems so inane having that, conversation having those comments uh, like somebody who's just like people don't have any filter when they're typing and they don't even think about whether the, what they're saying is going to make sense based on the context of what's there and like it just makes me like uh it makes me shake my head and and i i rarely get into debates with people about stuff because I, I usually just like, all right, whatever. It's not. I'm not going to do any good by getting into some sort of discussion with somebody who obviously doesn't get it. Um, but for some reason, I got sucked into this one. And uh, and then there's others people who just like, yeah, took a lot of flack for this. It's, and you know, I I think the people that are opposed to things like stuff or just anything are more vocal than the people that agree with it. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that understood what I meant um, and probably the people that understood what I meant didn't even need to hear that they like well yeah I know <laughs> and people will look to make an argument of something if they feel that they can like if they you know what I mean like you can argue any anybody's opinion about anything it's if you choose to argue you really want to waste the energy you know to, to well let me tell you something you know and <laughs> right you know, if they want to have a conversation about it, like you said, well, what, you know, what, what can you gain from this information? What can you take away that's positive, and what can do you not need that you can leave behind, and not really have to comment on it? You know, it's interesting because if you see like a lot of times you'll you'll see interactions where it's a CEO of a corporation or it is a uh, person in, in a higher authority of law enforcement or, or, or law or our judiciary system and when they're you know not not politically wise but in their dealings and mannerisms they don't ask a lot of questions or get involved in trivial things like drag down to the weeds you know what I mean they they ask a concise question to get an answer to formulate their response to it's it weeds through all the other you know what I mean all the other BS like they're not challenging something or your integrity or your opinion about something it's like they find the fact that they want you know to base the answers on and they ask the questions you know formulated around trying to get that response but very concise the way they speak and, and, and talk about it and it's just different when you observe that level of 
communication where it's like there's no time to be wasted on arguing about this and that. You know what I mean? Or like you said, the opinion uh, uh, or or the um, uh, you know, like you said, with condescending comments or you know, personal attacks. It's like it sticks to the facts and, and you get the answer. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I, um, I, but that's yep. the whole problem with social media. Like we talked about last week, it's why you know I. I choose not to partake because it's just it's nonsense. Just don't have time for it. Yeah, people just like they're attracted to drama, and it's all really kind of fear-based behavior. All of it. And that there was the a one comment that was worse than this on on the uh, this comment that I just read is from the group, and the other one was from the page, and it was just a it was almost immediately after I put it up, and the guy said his I don't know. Uh, remember it verbatim but i remember he first thing he said was false this is this is the problem with blah 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 and then just went on a, a similar rant to this other guy but it was worse and you know he was just being really insulting and, and i got and i got engaged with it too because i was like because it just blows my mind like how can people be so much like that where where they need to like take something that is stated really as as fact um that's a, and I can back this up, this fact up with examples. People that get, bands that get consistent work play songs for the crowd, period, for the crowd that's going to be there or, or that is there. Um, you know, I can show lots and lots of examples of that. But some, but people just need to come on with their agenda, which they think is right. My agenda is right. My point of view is right, and I am not going to listen to anything that you say. And right. You know, and I have, you know, I feel sort of the same way, but I still listen to other people and I take into consideration what other people's point of view is. If they make sense, if they're coming up with a logical argument based on things that are factual and if they, they're well spoken, if they're not rude or condescending and I don't know, man. That's what it is. You know, everyone tries to disarm everyone in their opinion about what they're talking about. That's a great way to say that. You know, yeah, to, to 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 prove their point, it's like you said, accept the, that person's perspective for how they see it, take it in, understand where they're coming from, and then move on. Right, move on. Oh, in the conversation, I mean, like you don't need to then challenge it that why you're wrong for thinking that way. You know, like then you're arguing about something that doesn't even matter. Right, doesn't matter. At that point, you know, it doesn't matter at that point. Like I said, it's just a sphere-based, like I said, trying to disarm the other person, trying to make them wrong and yourself right. Right. And that's not ultimately important or doesn't even actually matter. Right. And don't get me wrong. On social media, there's tons of good stuff too, you know? But a lot of it is nonsense, especially with the commentary on on things with Facebook and, you know, hop on and start, like you said, they start with this banter. And then it's like as fast as you can type a response, the other person's already typing over you the response back. You know, they're not listening to understand. They're just listening to respond. Right. Um, yeah. But for me, it's quarter, kind of a double-edged sword because as much as I don't like to get engaged in things like that, I do love the fact that that exists for the purposes of keeping... A, a, an active group you know the the reason that group is so active is 
because of that. It's because, and, and that's it's not all that. In fact, that's probably the the, the lesser percentage of of what happens in the group as far as posts and engagement is concerned. But the fact that people get into debates about stuff keeps the page it keeps the group very active and it, it makes it popular. Um, and I'm all for and some people do do like get into a spirited debate. I like a spirited debate. You know, like if you feel like, you know, you're passionate about something and you want to state the reason you're passionate about it without trying to disarm the other person just because you're excited about this, this way you feel. And then you listen to another another's point of view and maybe pick up something. And there's a plenty of people on CBC that are like that, that are looking like, you know, that, that, that are looking to gain some information from somebody else. And, uh you know, take it for what it's worth. So I, I've had a lot of people give me that kind of feedback. Like, you know, I've I've met people because of CBC. I've, you know, I've made forged relationships because of CBC, you know, and, and gotten in bands and, and blah, blah, blah. So, so yeah, so I kind of have to take that bad with the good, you know. And Understood. Not, and not I'm take it personally. When you're getting in a debate with someone and you just know that it's like, ah, uh, this is not going to, this is going nowhere. Right. Yeah. I And as the admin and stuff, I just try to stay out of it. I, I, I'll moderate if I need to, but as far as getting, interjecting my opinion, it's just when I, I created the meme and I was all excited about it and I put it up. And as soon as I put it up, I get all this negative feedback. I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I have a great meme, dude. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the idea here on episode eighty four. Go ahead, bring it on. You ready? It's a meme, and you come up with however you want to get the message out there. But you say, uh, "I'm sorry, I, I would like to get into a battle of wits with you, but you are clearly unarmed." Okay. Oh, wits. <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's all about having the the right picture with it too. What would be the picture? You have to have a picture. Think about that one. Yeah. I, I think. <laughs> I mean, it took me a second. I think it's somebody who was who was who was truly <laughs> like that. Just, swear to God, real quick sidebar. I may have told this story before, but I was playing in a band in this bar, and I was like nineteen. And the guys in the band were like fifty, and we're playing in this place. And long story short, end of the thing comes. This girl's at the bar. She's crying. Guy comes over, uh, a guy in my band, the lead singer, goes up to the girl. He's like, "Hey, what's the matter?" And she's like, "Oh, my boyfriend, he's the jerk, you know." She's crying and stuff like that. And he's talking to her, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know." And all of a sudden, this dude rolls up with this other dude, and he's like, "What's going on over here?" That's my girlfriend. Blah blah blah. And he's like, starts you know arguing with. He's like starting like trouble with the guy you know he's giving him a hard time he's like trying to pick up my girl and you're making her cry and she's like you're an asshole and they're fighting back and forth and i'm standing there and, and he looks at me and he's talking and this other guy behind him he keeps repeating what he's saying like he's going you know he's like we're gonna wreck this place man you better back off and he's like back off man that's right wreck this place you better back down man like he's being like old chimey you know so long story short the guy goes he as he's engaging the singer in the band and giving him a hard time i'm standing there looking and he looks at me and he goes and what are you looking at and dude with a straight face i said to him i said i'm an asshole observer i was just watching you <laughs> and the other guy goes that's right 
and he goes right back. That's right. <laughs> Argue with the other guy, not paying attention, but same thing. It went over his head, and he had to think about it for a second. And then, long story short, before he he could too much more thinking about it, the bouncer came over, and the guy had this big, like, Grizzly Adams beard, and he picked the guy up by his beard and oh, took him outside. So, excuse me, guys, and picked the guy up and walked him outside by his face. Thanks. And that was the end of that. But that was the, that was the famous quote. So it went right over his head. All right. So I'm going to write both of those down for for memes. And create the memes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, no problem, buddy. I'm, I'm a meme observer. I was just watching you. Yeah. We're good. I'm a meme machine. I finally, right. I, I finally finished organizing. Last night I finished it. I finished organizing all the galleries since we changed the, the way we have it set up it, it took a long time man. it was just a lot of i'm kind of i, I kind of like v- visual stuff it's to me it, things need to be uniform balanced whatever and and i it just i had to move a lot of stuff around and uh it was very time consuming but it's done it's done now and now i'm starting to add new memes and and stuff and uh and plowing forward with other CBC stuff, we got so much on our plate to do. Um, lots to do, Steve. Always a lot to do. Yes, but uh, what I wanted to share this with you too. Wh- one of the memes I shared yesterday, and I've shared this before, but it got a ton of engagement yesterday. Uh, I shared it in the CBC group on the CBC page, and in a drummer and bass player group as well, and. I'm going to bring it up here da, 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 so I can read it to you verbatim. Oop, wait, let's go there. Um, and yeah, like hundreds, several hundreds of responses to this. And it's a query, and I'm going to per, uh, pose it to you and see what you come up with yourself and then tell you what other people came up with okay okay so it's a very simple meme it's just a text and just says list something a drummer would never say nothing you're a drummer you got it's nothing. cool to play guitar think of what people would say that aren't drummers ask the question again please name list something or name something a drummer would never say. Nothing. You'd never say this. Wow. No thanks. <laughs> well, a lot of the... See, all right, 285 comments on this one that I'm looking at here. And many of them were repeats. Many of them were saying the same type of thing. So, and... And I created like a top, a top ten or top twelve list from from all the responses I read, the ones that made me laugh the most. I created twelve, and I'll I'll tell you what they are. But before that, a lot of people were like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I'll 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 get this next round." Something a drummer <laughs> would never say. Um. Uh, a lot of things. Referring to carrying equipment. Um, uh, and a lot of things that re- 
involve relationships with the opposite sex. <laughs> we need a lot of things about carrying equipment. Uh, all right, let me just read some of these here that are that I didn't pick. Uh, uh, all right, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I didn't pick this one, but he's. <laughs> I've made some strong but smart investments with the band's money. <laughs> something a drummer would never say. Uh, I'll read the names too. Frank Tovar said, "I only have I only have nine mics on my kit. It's not making, it's not me making that feedback. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is sound guy making that <laughs> feedback because he knows he's doing." This one I, I didn't see before. Can you box my kit in on this tiny stage so I have to climb in? <laughs> Something a drummer would never say. No, you never have to ask that. It just happens. Yes. Um, yeah, no problem. You can put your bass amp in front of the kick drum. Something a drummer would never say. Uh, Rightfully so. Right. That shit off size. <laughs> this is stage somewhere, not in front of my shit. Right. Uh, I'll keep my shirt on for this gig. <laughs> something a drummer would never say. Uh, yeah. No, I don't want a beer. Something a drummer would never say. And for goodness sake, women, put your clothes back on. Definitely not saying that. No. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Chris Lee said, "Get that drunk bloke up here to play a few songs. He can use my kit." Something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a drummer would never say. Uh, my cousin's really good, man. Better than you. Uh, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> say, <laughs> right, right. A lot of people referring to the key of the song. What key are we in? What key is this song in? A lot of people saying that. That a drummer would never say. Funny. What what key is this song? All right, but I'm gonna read you my favorites uh, out of all yes, these. Yes, top ten. You need a drum top, roll. Top twelve. Um, it's not really a top twelve. It's it's just the twelve I I chose. It's not in any top kind of order. So, uh, so no, I don't need a drum roll. But but these are these David are, are these David are some of top ten. Oh, what's that? Like when David Letterman does his top ten? Yes, he does the top ten. But w this is 12, and it's not really in order. So, But here you go. 12, th 12 things. These are the funniest to me. Things a drummer would never say. Can you guys hear me okay? <laughs> drummer would never ask that. Guitar no, player would. A bass player would. A singer drum. would. Yeah, drummer would never ask if you... Okay. Uh, no, you counted in... <laughs> yeah, Germans want to count the song. Uh, I don't want a solo. No, that's not funny. That's funny to me. No drummers say they don't want a solo. Have you ever said you don't want a solo? No, of course not. All right, so there you go. All right, next one. And this is this is something that a lot of people said about carrying stuff. Let me help with the PA. Something a German never yeah. says. German never says I have too many symbols. Never have too many. Yeah, especially you. Here's another thing a drummer would never say. Shh. So 
Like a drummer never say, I don't need three chinas. <laughs> drummer never says, shh. Uh, German never says, oh, my drum key is right here. No, nothing? Is it the, the delivery that's missing here? See, no, because some of these, well, keep, continue. Let's get, let's get to the, the drum key. Is right, uh, the, the, my drum theory. key is right here was the funniest to me because I, I've i seen that so many times. The drummer like, hey, did you see my drum key? Do you, uh, uh, look. What's so if it's not amateur hour, dude, the drum key goes right in the change pocket on your jeans, the little pocket, you know, at the top. Right. Or your, or your key chain. Right, right in. Okay. This next one was from Jared Fink, who wrote the theme song for. Yes. For GCPC Wisdom Hour. Um, Thank thing, thing a drummer would never say. Should I play louder? That's not. Yeah, well, he might be already playing at full volume, so. I don't know if you can play much louder than that. Should I play louder? Can you guys hear me okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, less kick in the monitor, please. Definitely that, yeah. Yes. There's always way too much kick in the monitor. All right. Uh, another one of my favorites, a drummer would never say. Five. Unless he was playing trees. How does that go? It's in five. It's in five four. No, I know. I was expecting you to do the cowbell thing or the woodblock thing. You're oh, ready. you mean you weren't ready? That thing. Sorry, I need to sample that so I have it like ready to go. Right. Um, a drummer would also say, uh, "Let me let you tune." <laughs> And the final thing that I thought was one of the best was, I can't play to a click. Oh. Uh, boo. A drummer, well, a drummer would never say, "I no, I can't play to a click. Every drummer would be like, of course I can play to a click, even if they can't. Well, that, well, that's what I mean. How can you say you can play to a click if you can't? And when the click starts, what happens? They'll be It'll like, be trouble, man. They'll be like, uh, well, you said you could play. Well, I thought I could. What I'm on. Uh, is another You're one. You're on. Not. Yeah, it's my round. Is another comment here. Uh, there's so many of them. Uh, <laughs> hey man, no, that's that's things that Drummer would say. This guy said, "Hey man, you got a hi hat clutch." <laughs> that's something Drummer would say. It's like the rehearsal studio. Uh, uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of engagement. This so it, with equal opportunity here, I need to do the same thing for every instrument. So things a bass player would never say, things a singer would never say, guitar player, etc. What would a second oboe player never say? Right. Yeah. Let's go through the whole orchestra. Would a triangle player never say? <laughs> Can you? A triangle would say, uh, I don't want to play Jingle Bells. <laughs> Again? Uh, can you guys help me with my gear? Carry my no gear? No more YYZ. Can you guys help me carry my gear? Triangle. I always laugh, dude, because there's no one in the band that has as much gear as a drummer. You know? Yeah, I know. And they all want, are like, boo, I'm going to carry five things. Like, boo-hoo, dude. 
And and yeah, I'll help you set up the PA as soon as I'm done setting up my stuff, which is going to take about 40 minutes. Right. Thanks. And you're done setting up already. So why don't you go chill out, wait for me over there, do nothing. (laughs) And then when I'm done, then we'll start. We'll start on the PA together. How's that? All right, cool, man. That sounds good. I'll go get a beer. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah that's a, that's, that's cool. something Trevor would never say. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. Yeah, that's good. But that is a good engagement tool because a lot of people, you know, will react to that for sure, whether it's drums, guitar, bass, you know. Yeah. Just, or some, you know, things the lead singer might say. It's it's good because people can goof on it. And, yeah. You know, it's like when we used to post and say, like, you know, what's the like funniest thing that happened to you at a gig? post it up and we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast right. you know i need to do that again but yeah yeah this is like the good spirited engagement where like we can all laugh at ourselves kind of thing and that's what i prefer it's like i i don't like humor that that is hurtful to other people you know if we if we can laugh at ourselves then you know and we we can you know we all make fun of ourselves absolutely and that's what makes it yeah, that that is the good part about it. Like I said earlier, you know, it's all the trolls and all the negative nonsense that is is the downer. But there's a lot of cool stuff to be had too, because you can poke fun at it. And you know, we've all been there. And like this is the camaraderie of musicians. You know, it's you can make fun of each other. It's good. Yeah, and and of yourself too. It's it's good to be able to laugh oh, at, laugh at yourself, and not take yourself too seriously, and. uh I, that that's another thing I was thinking about that yesterday about CBC that I like because it's really kind of reflects a lot of parts of my personality um, where there's certain things I do take seriously and I do try to do my best at and then there's another part of me that's just like ah screw it you know it's it's all fun it's all in that I don't really take myself or anything Dude, seriously a post on the page right now that says guys I thought you were going to keep it under 26 minutes you're way <laughs> over <laughs> Anonymous. There was <laughs> anonymous. There was a, somebody commented on that to in one of my posts from a few days ago. Said, uh, "Yeah, I love the podcast, and don't listen to that guy who said it, to keep it short." <laughs> Paul from Australia, dude. He he doesn't want to listen. He only wants to. He wants to hear the what's the fact. He doesn't want the what. He wants to know what time it is. He doesn't want the watch, dude. He wants the time, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we do what we do. Do what you do. Do you? You do you. We do what we do, and we do what we did. Yes, and I—that's what I say. You do you, and who do you do? Own it. Own whatever it is you do. Who do? Like we do. Kudu. We do. Hey, dude, do you remember the Yogi Kudu? Do you remember that show? That's incredible. When you were a kid. Uh, yes, John Davidson, and yeah, and uh, wait, 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 what, Byron. No, 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 that was real people. John Davidson was, it was John Davidson, Kathy, Kathy Lee, no, Kathy something. Yes. And Fran Tarkenton. Yes. (laughs) That's incredible. It was kind of like the early version. Real people with the Byron guy. Byron, um, Byron Allen. That was, uh, that was real people. people. Yeah. That was the NBC. Incredible. Yes. That's incredible. was kind of the early version of funniest home videos. Except, out. <laughs> except it was people doing like remarkable things, right? Yes, if I, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, watch that uh, regularly, re- religiously. In fact, the two of them, real people, and that's incredible. 
Why did you mention that? Well, I forget what we were talking about before that I brought that up. There's a reason for it. There was some, we were just talking about something. Um, you only have a couple minutes to figure it out. <laughs> you got to go back and rewind. Listen, we'll have to, we'll have to start next week's episode with with this. We'll start off with Mary Chonk the dog. There was a reason why. We, oh, we were talking about the guy saying he had to stop the time, right? And then Paul, and then uh, saying, don't listen to those people. I forget now, man. Yeah, but a tangent anyway. But yes, that was it. That was the show, dude. That's incredible. And I was, well, yeah, it was, it was almost like a little bit like ridiculousness, too. It had some kind of stupid stuff in there. Yeah. Guys doing bad stuff on video. Like, guys are like, he's going to jump over the speeding car at like 150 <laughs> right. miles an hour. And then the guy would do it and not, not, <laughs> and then miss, you know, and smash his foot open and get all crashed out. Like, like evil kid, evil. Like, wh- what the hell are people thinking sometimes, man? Evil Knievel, you know, he was like, I'm going to jump over the Snake River Canyon in this fucking rocket thing. <laughs> and then he does it and he misses. Like, and every, every watching, everybody's watching Parish on TV. Comes out. He's like, <laughs> or he jumped over a fountain at uh, like Caesar's Palace or something with his yeah, motorcycle and, he crashed. and crashed. <laughs> crashed very badly. Got a, like cracked over in his skull. Like, oh my God, what is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's incredible. That's <laughs> incredible. Oh man, I really do want to make the the cover band reality show at some point, or, or oh, the movie, yeah, the documentary down. movie, or both. Um, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I can't wait to see that, dude. I, I'm. I. It's there, man. I, I can see it. I have the vision. I know what it, it's going to feel like. Um. So it's just a matter of going through the steps to get there, which I'm enjoying the the process anyway. So, but we'll get there. That'll be fun, man. That's gonna be a fun thing to do. I th- th- like. I would love to do a documentary, kind of do a reality show, and also do a competition show. Um, similar to the Idol and Voice, but but with just think how much busier you'll be than you are I now. I know. I know, right? Like I'm not busy enough. That I want to do all these things. I can't help it though. I, I keep getting these ideas, and they seem so tangible to me, and so exciting. Yeah, no, so, if I can do it and live in luxury and be busy, I'm cool with that. I want to live in luxury and be busy because I'm I, I'm <laughs> already busy, and I live in squalor right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, but I know I'm just exaggerating a little. But uh, but it, it ain't luxury. It's nice, but it ain't luxury. I want luxury. I want a hot tub and a pool and, and a Jeeves recording, and a, 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 a gym, a gym and a recording studio, and all that in my house, so I don't have to go anywhere. Jeeves, bring me my bass. Jeeves, bring me my bass. <laughs> exactly. Jeeves, I asked for a twelve and a half foot cord, not a ten foot cord. <laughs> Jeez, I requested a custom 13.25 meter cord. This is the incorrect <laughs> opponent. Go Jeez. fetch me another, please. Chop, chop. Fetch me, yes. Fetch me. Fetch me the correct cable. Let us not have to have this conversation again. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, mister. <laughs> mister, sir. Yes, mister. Which other? Mister, sir. Don't call me that. <laughs> Don't look at me when you speak with me, Jeeves. <laughs> <Don't look at> me. 
Uh, that's funny. I'd never be like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Funny stuff, man. But it does exist out there. It does. All right. This hour has flown by today, man. Crazy. Wow. Already. Yeah. Um, but always a good time. Uh, feedback. Give us feedback. Steve at CoverManCentral.com if you want to talk about anything or just say how good we are or how bad we are. Um, or how long that podcast is. Right. Exactly. Exactly how many minutes you think it should be. Um, CoverBandCentral.com. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. Also put your upcoming shows on the event calendar. Make sure they're upcoming yep. in, you know, in, in uh, give a little lead time so, so it gets to propagate out there and people can see it. And uh, you can always pick up the book. Cover Band Riches is still available on the website if you haven't gotten it and you want to know how to make money in this business. That's the ticket. Check it. We'll see you next week. achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.